this is Steven Diego and you're tuned in to Breaking Down the Breakdown. On today's season ender, we have Erwin talk about his journey with fitness, mental health, and resilience. Hello, everybody! Alright, oh my god, I don't know why I always have to fucking say it like that. It's so annoying. Anyways, welcome to Breaking Down the Breakdown. For those who are listening, those who are watching, I know I took kind of like a... Almost two weeks, two week hiatus, just because that whole mental health week was insane. Like it was, it drained so much out of me, but I do not regret a single moment or minute of it because you know what? Five episodes in a row is a lot. <laughs> um, but, you know, at the end of it, a lot of people were able to reach out and say, you know what? I'm glad you did that because it really helped me and that's all I really care about. So I'm, I'm happy. But you know what? No time to waste. I'm back because there are still things we need to finish talking about before the season ends. Um, today, I have a super awesome, duper special whatever guest. <laughs> I swear all my fucking guests are like super duper awesome special. But this one more so only because he is actually one of my best friends in the entire motherfucking universe. And I know you guys are probably noticing that I have a pattern in who I'm getting on the show. And it's usually people I know. Well, Yes, because, you know, who better to talk about these issues than the people that you actually know that have gone through things, right? No shade to the people who are inviting top experts and doctors to talk about things on their show. I would love that, too. But it's very important during COVID times for me to have people talk about their issues or just talk about things that help them get through their issues, because during COVID times, Let's face it, all of us are going through our own thing. And it's kind of hard to talk to friends about problems because we know they're also facing problems. So without further ado, we have Erwin in the motherfucking house. What up, dude? Hi, guys. (laughs) I can't believe you actually agreed to do this. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I kind of um, got peer pressure to do this. (laughs) Hey, whoa. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this um podcast goes he's not wrong he's not wrong how are you doing today man how's how's life how's everything i'm good actually just like just working three days a week um pretty much just looking for jobs but like just trying to survive you know at least you're still working right yeah and did Uh, you just yeah but he works at a different location you should phantom come come to my store (laughs) i did i found okay like the viewers don't i wasn't there Viewers don't know, but I phantomed at his store because I took his shift. <laughs> it's pretty much like the same volume, and it's just like it's hectic, especially during the summer times, right? Which is right now it. too. So we can handle that. Yeah. It's okay. But um, I do want to talk about. I also want to say congratulations because I know you are about to graduate, and that is a huge yeah. deal. Okay, yeah. good stuff. Good stuff. How do you feel about that? You're just kind of like elated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've already done like my um celebrations for for like <laughs> now. I don't know, cause like um, if you think about it, like like four years goes by pretty quick. So just like just thinking about it, like the final year, you kind of like um look through at what you've gone through, right? So like I pretty much just like enjoyed the rest of the year. Uh, I think I did well, like for like majority of my courses. So yeah, yeah I'm just like. I mean, I'm pretty grateful. You yeah. buckled down, man. Like, honestly, like, and, you know, the greatest thing about it is that <clears throat> seeing you work so hard, you know, like now you like not being able to reach out to you because I know you were working like crazy with your job and with school. It was one of those things where it was like it was, you know, like I was very proud because, you know, who wouldn't be proud mm-hmm. of their friends for actually putting aside all the fun stuff so they can focus on their future. Right. So that's very. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like. I think- I honestly think what helped was like because of the whole COVID thing, right? Because yeah. like we couldn't really see each other compared yeah. to like like last year pre-COVID, and pretty much just like <laughs> like what did I have to do? I pretty much just had to like work, and then after that go home, pretty much. And then like when I'm at home, I'm pretty much just in classes, right? Yeah. So just like I don't know, like it pretty much just set me like like at a at a view where I just had to pretty much just just settle down, like yeah, focus, man. Definitely focus, you know. Well, you got it and you did it, but, you know, and it's funny that you say focus because the focus of today's show is actually on fitness and mental health. Now, I wanted to reach out to Erwin because this guy is Jack. No, (laughs) 
I mean, he is. Yeah. He was. But you know, even without the gym, like you know, you're being, you're able to kind of to mm-hmm. keep at the level of where you wanted your fitness to be, right? And I wanted to talk to Erwin about this because you know, for Erwin and myself, like we've been through a lot of stuff, and we don't have to like we're not really gonna delve too deep into the stuff, but. What's very important to talk about today and why I have Erwin here is just how much fitness has actually helped him with his mental health. Because I, you know, like I do have friends who go to the gym. I have a lot of friends who, you know, do fitness stuff, right? And they post it and stuff. But the main difference between those friends and with Erwin is that they were, I don't want to. Are you talking doo-doo about your other friends? No, wow. <laughs> so what no that's not what i'm trying to do Uh, it's just that they have the privilege of not knowing what it's like to face certain things like anxieties or like you know cognitive Mm -hmm. distortions or like depression and stuff like that you know and for them they they do the fitness stuff because they want to look good you know it's all aesthetics and then they end up feeling good about it and then that's when they promote it right Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things where i I know there's a lot more influencers out there who actually started fitness like that, but then started realizing how much it actually improved their mental health. So that is what we are going to talk about today. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, honestly, like, um, okay. So just to give a rundown on why I started working out. So I started working out at like grade 12, grade 11 fitness classes. Right. So pretty much like, obviously like I was pretty small and I'm pretty small, like my frame just in general. So I weighed around like uh, 117 at that time. So like, I don't have any pictures. Yeah, I don't have any pictures. They all got, they all got burned in a fire. But like, pretty, <laughs> but, but pretty much just like, I wanted to like get big just cause like, I wanted to like look good, you know? Right. And then like maybe impress girls and all that stuff. Right. But like, that was like my main focus of working out. Cause like, yeah, just being like, imagine like you're a senior and then like you're one of the smallest people. Like in your grade it just like it just doesn't feel good in my opinion right so like i had the opportunity to like work out like i try to take advantage of it and yeah like the first year was just like like i was just trying to absorb as much as i can and then like you know when you have like that mindset where you're like oh i gotta get big in like a couple weeks right obviously like that's like the mindset of like every beginner but like it's not going to be like that like it has to be like a long process and then just like just like learning from like what you what you had to work out and then like um um improving from that workout you know so like yeah it's just been like i'm still doing that journey still but like after all these years like i've, I've just been accumulating a lot of experience yeah and then just like yeah just like we can do it into that you know but you see like one of the things that i actually want to commend you on is the fact mm-hmm. that you're able to use your insecurities mm-hmm. as kind of like the fire like you know like the fuel to fire you up into actually attaining that goal right because for a lot of us that's fucking hard to do i'm not going to lie to you like you the way you explained it made it sound so seamless and easy just kind of like you know what i don't want to be scrawny anymore so you know i'm gonna go work out so i can impress myself and other people and you kept at it and that's the thing you kept at it you're still doing it and for a lot Mm -hmm. of us we actually lose that motivation after two three weeks or a month right and Mm -hmm. that is what a lot of people's problems is with going to the gym is that they all of a sudden despite you know like their reasons for going to the gym it seems that their disappointment for not getting there um or not seeing results as fast as they want to is paramount towards the end goal of what they're trying to achieve, right? How did you manage to keep on going? How did you manage to just kind of like, because I know you, you probably had times where you were kind of like, fuck, like, yeah. what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And wanted to just kind of give up. So how did mm-hmm. you manage to turn that around whenever you did hit that kind of slump? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, so like when you first start working out, like there's so much things to learn. So it's just like, like, you're going to be interested the whole time. Like you're just going to like see like what you can work out on and then like what workouts you can do, how can you can improve on that. But like eventually, like I think after maybe like about like two, three years, like 
I feel like I felt like I wasn't really improving as much as I thought it would be. Right. And I think it's just right. like because of social media, right? Because like there's so much like peer pressure or like yeah. not peer pressure, yeah. but they're just like like there's just so much like um like um focus fixated on like the final end goal, and then it's yeah. sometimes like, yeah. So sometimes like the image that like that they're portraying out there, it's like impossible to reach. So like, so like, obviously like newbie gains, right? Newbie gains is like something like you work on and like after a couple of months, like you see such gradual improvement, but then after that, like, like you get less improvement from there. Like right. for, for, yeah, for like the, the first year, apparently like you're supposed to gain like a certain amount of muscle, right? And then like the following year, you're going to get less uh, muscle. So it's kind like, of because like you're like plateauing, right? Yeah, you're going to plateau. So like, obviously it hit me like it probably hit me at around a two to three year mark but like i think the fact that like i was able to um like pass that plateau was just changing up my regimen okay and like pretty much yeah like like the first issue that i've ever had with like like just working out was like and not seeing that big of a result was pretty much my eating so yeah like eating was oh. something i had to fix up first yeah so like before like obviously like we we're younger right so we could just like eat whatever we want yeah so like as like an asian like and pretty much like asians we eat a lot of rice yeah so, like <laughs> yeah. so like you can gain a lot of weight from it but like i don't know i had like a i had like a fast metabolism so like even though i ate like maybe three times a week uh three times a week uh, three <laughs> times like, a day what <laughs> damn thing. So, like three times a day like there was a lot of rice, but like uh, when I would look at myself at the gym, I'm just like, I'm still skinny. So I think it's just like, it's just like your body structure, right? How like your body adapts to it. Right. And yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So like eating was like the main issue I had before. And then I had like a friend, I have a friend and then she introduced me to like, like better workouts, like having on. Is this who um, I think it is? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Shout out, Christine. <laughs> you're not gonna shout out. You're not, not gonna. Okay, you give her a shout out. Yeah, but like, um, when I first worked out with her, like, I think I was like maybe um, five years in working out, and like, I I got like bigger. Like, I think like at that time when I started working out with her, like I was about like one thirty two or something. So like, I got like a fifteen pound increase, but like that's not really that big compared to like other people but you know I but like what huge. <laughs> no no not really like i don't know like i've I mean, seen like, how you were before right yeah definitely definitely but like um yeah so like when i worked out with her she was kind of like getting into fitness as well right so like she was the way she handled it was like she was trying to learn a lot as well so she was looking through youtube videos um fitness people and then right. like she would try to like yeah, she did way better. She did way more research than I did, in my opinion. Because, like, you know, like, we're just, like, doing arms and then one day yeah, and then after doing, like, legs. Random shit. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, like, and then now with, like, after, like, I think this was around, like, 2014. This was when, like, the fitness community, like, expanded, right? So there was yes. more information. That's so, true. like, at that, at that point, I was, like, nah, I was too lazy for that. But, like, she was, like hell-bent on like trying to get as much information as she could and then she did and then um she shared some information with me so right. like like i am i eventually like um took it to heart and then just like like absorbed it over time and then yeah and like, honestly i mean i you know i've firsthand experience like seeing you like transform over the years it was insane i was like the good kind of insane you know it was like holy okay. shit Irwin. like i remember you brought me to that one gym downtown, like your home gym. And, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you trying to make me do all these things? <laughs> yeah. That was all from Christy. Like, oh my God. Yeah. But it was, in I was like, oh my God. Like, how are we not tired? Like, what? This is so heavy. Mm -hmm. And this was before I got into fitness. Right. So, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, those, I was still really skinny. Yeah, dude. No, like, but, you were, you were like, you had like a good structure going for it. Like, you had a good foundation. You just needed to, like, like go to the gym pretty much. Like, I think you have good, pretty good genetics, in my opinion. And then, oh, like, I got saved by that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think so. But, like, <laughs> yeah, like, all you needed to do was hit the gym. And then I think you've only been working out for, like, what, like, two, three years? Yeah, like, two years. Like, maybe yeah. around then. Like, yeah. you, you joined Fit for Less about... Two years ago, years. actually, yeah. Two and a yeah, half years yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, but, like, like right when you, like, joined, like, you were serious about it. Like, your diet was, like, like straight. Yeah. So, like, 
you were committed. And yeah, you see, and okay, so I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. for a lot of people, I do think they kind of omit the diet part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think discipline is built upon that because if mm-hmm. we notice with how Erwin has been talking about his fitness journey so far, not once did he even say like, you know, like he felt like he was so tired at the gym. He just didn't want to go to the gym anymore. It was like, that was never an issue for him. But the biggest issue was mm-hmm. changing that diet. And I really do feel like for a lot of people who start at the gym, if they should really test out if they, like before even working out, I really think they should try to change the diet habits first because that is the indicator Mm. of how disciplined you can get at the gym because if you can't even control what you're eating how can you get yourself to really motivate yourself to get out of your fucking house to work out or even to get up from bed and work out at home yeah that's fair yeah that's honestly fair because like like if you like if you can like commit to like eating healthy yeah and like like if you can master that i mean then like gym is nothing like yes. at the end of the day like like pretty much I forgot like the ratio for it but like like I'm just gonna guess the numbers but like I think it's twenty percent gym and then eighty percent the kitchen. kitchen yeah it is yeah, so true gym. yeah and then like I think like people get demoralized because like like they don't see the results as soon as possible but like obviously there's a process but like the kitchen like eating healthy will definitely improve it's or like quicken that process it is so like true. yeah like it takes both like both elements to be able to like to be able to um get results you know agreed um yeah i do i'm going to weave this into what i want to talk about next because mm-hmm. it is super important um so we're talking about dieting and all that stuff and it's you know it's a very interesting thing for us to say you know like people get frustrated when they don't see the results right but immediately when we say result we assume and i know what you're thinking i know what the audiences are thinking i know what the listeners are thinking when we say result y'all are probably thinking of what erwin said earlier that social media post of somebody with ripped motherfucking abs Mm -hmm. and fucking you know muscles just bulging out of their biceps and stuff when you hear the word result and gym together i bet you 151 (laughs) dollars that that is Mm -hmm. what comes to your mind and that's exactly the kind of you know toxicity that we're talking about when when it comes to people posting stuff on social media Mm -hmm. um when with their end results for the gym right and yeah. I think it's very important, especially for somebody like me who posts that kind of stuff. It's very important to address. And this is why whenever I post me naked, just showing off stuff, yeah, y'all need to know something. First of all, I flex. Because there is no way on motherfucking earth you're going to look like that without flexing. Trust me on that one. And that's one of the biggest things that I only learned recently that I crucified myself for for the longest time when, when going to the gym. That was mm-hmm. my goal. I want to look like that person. I bet you they're not flexing. How can I look like that without flexing? And No, that's like... Oh, no, go on. No, go, go ahead. On. No, say it, say it, say it. Dude, like, like those pictures that they show on social media, it's the lighting. It's either the lighting, um, if they have a pump. Yeah. And oh it's pretty God. much just like, like, they have to be like miserable in their life like in terms of eating it's like they have to be like they have to be like three percent body fat to look Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and then at that point like like what are you really eating like you're you're eating nothing to pretty much look like that and that's like that's something that like both you and i wouldn't like support at all like we just want to like look good where it's just like it looks nice like for us yeah yeah where it doesn't affect our emotional state you know and that is you know it's amazing that you brought that point up because that's where Mm -hmm. i was going it's the fact that when i researched how to look like that it's exactly that your body fat has to be less than five percent to even look like that without flexing but that entails you being really motherfucking lean doing a shit ton of cardio and not eating things you ever want to eat yeah that's it's insane right and it's like so then at Mm -hmm. the end of the day is it really worth it 
to look like that just so you can post the photos, right? And this ties into mental health stuff because that mm-hmm. is the opposite effect of what fitness actually is meant to do for your mental health. Yeah, that's true. Like for me, I never thought I would actually, you know, it was funny. I used to make fun of people who went to the gym so much. I never, I didn't make fun of you because for you, it was like, it was amazing to see the journey. It was like, you never really post stuff about it. So I never dinged it, you know? And when Chrissy would post stuff, it was literally her working out. And it was like, that's yeah. motivating to watch, not her like, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to flex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I never dinged you guys on it, but I would always mm-hmm. make fun of those people before. And I was like, I'm never going to fucking do that. I'm never going to fucking do that. And it just something just kind of like switched with me. And yeah. I was just kind of like, you know, and that was when Thing and I, my ex mm-hmm. and I weren't in a really good place and I wanted to look better. And mm-hmm. I realized in order to look better, I had to gain weight. I have to gain weight and go to the gym and then had to cut. Right. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the relationship didn't survive that. So, you know, our very last interaction was me fat, but you know, like in my mm-hmm. standards, okay? Like, I'm not saying like you can be fat and be happy and look good. Trust me on that one. But for me, mm-hmm. it's a different kind of fat that I'm talking about. It was very unhealthy. Like I ate, I had, I had weight gainers. I had like a mass gainer that was disgusting. On top of that, I ate so unhealthy. They called it what? Dirty bulking. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, that's that's super dirty bulking. <laughs> yeah, like I was really, it was really bad. It's to the point where it started affecting yeah. my mental health because the shit that mm-hmm. I was eating was not good. Um, yeah, but then when thing and I broke up, this one I was like, okay, you know what? I think I'm gonna start taking this seriously, and I started noticing when I started working out a lot more and like I try, I started to change my eating habits, my diet. <laughs> I started to kind of, how do I say it? I used to have panic attacks all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was able to now recognize when it was about to happen. Whereas before, I never did. Before, it was just boom, panic attack. I'm like, what the fuck? After mm-hmm. like a few months of like being fit and stuff, oh, being fit, sort of like doing the fitness stuff. Being fit. I, <laughs> being fit, like, oh, okay. Um, I started noticing like, okay, like, oh my God, like there's this weird feeling now. Like I was able to kind of breathe through it and I was able to snap out of those things like that. And I started to realize it's because all of the anxiety that's usually built up, you know, all the tension, I was able to kind of like work it out. Right. Because Mm -hmm. if you guys notice this, like, especially for people who don't really work out so much, don't you sometimes sit somewhere watching TV on your computer and you just feel the need to like, I don't know, like do something, like anything. But because you're so lazy to do something, anything, that travels to your brain differently and you start thinking of weird shit, like negative shit. And because mm-hmm. there's nowhere else to expend your energy, you end up staying in that space thinking about the negativity. And instead of, you know, and you know, like, and, and, it, and, it's a, and it's just a domino effect. Yeah. And that to me was like one of the benefits of really getting into working out. It was the excess energy that I could have used having an anxiety attack for that day. I used up to actually help my body. Yeah, that's good. Honestly, like, yeah, like I honestly, I think you told me this, like when, when you like started working out, like I knew you like enjoyed working out before just doing like calisthenics or like at home, whatever, like, workouts like you could do right but like when it came to like going to the gym i did remember you bringing that up because like you wanted like some sort of not like um you wanted like a way to like um um use your energy and yeah. then not have it be like some negative effect like not lead it have it lead to like to some like yeah negative emotions and all that stuff and then yeah like like i think it's worked out for you like it's been it's been a couple of years now like you've been more positive thank you yes especially yes. like yeah especially like the last year like i think you've like like you've even cut out drinking which is like insane i was this guy's drinking buddy for like a good decade now and then like there just it is him, yeah just watching him like cut off like alcohol for a year is amazing and it's thank just you, like Robert. it's something that like like be inspired at because like i know like a lot of people like i've been drinking a lot in my opinion like during the pandemic because just just because like school work and then like all the stress right 
So just like imagining someone like who who had that as a lifestyle, and then like they kind of like you kind of relied on it a bit, did you? Oh, to some you know why they? You yeah. can say yeah. it. You can. I, say I, I, I just don't want to assume. You're my best friend. You know that I fucking. I'm yeah. always a fucking drunk. Yeah. I just didn't want to assume, but like, yeah, like someone like just like you have that as like as a a crutch, like yes. for stressful situations, like, and then cut that out. That's like that's admirable in my opinion. Thank you. And then like use like workout as a as a a sort a resource. Yeah. To have another another thing they could look to, you know, It's just true. for their mental health. Yeah. Thank you, Erwin. Thanks. Yeah, I. It's hard, man. Like, I miss drinking. I just want to take shots. I, I don't even want to get drunk. I just want to fucking sip. You know, like, I don't want to watch Maybe horror movies. No, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you know, enough about me. Yeah. I do want to bring it to you mm-hmm. because you know, like, I've been your friend for so long, and I know you've been through. You've been through it. Um, like, you've been through yeah. things. Um. Mm-hmm. Did you find that for you when you started really getting into the fitness stuff, mm-hmm. did you notice a change in your mentality? Oh yeah, definitely. Like when I like, I thought that like like looking good was like the main like primary thing that like um, working out would do, pretty much. Yeah. But I guess just like over the years, like I could tell, like anyone could tell, like after. They worked out to a certain point, or like even after they work out, that like they get a burst of energy, like a sense of confidence, you know? Yes. That like they could do anything, like, and it's just like I've always like um, reinforced like working out because like it gives you like like it gets you motivated. But at the end of the day, it's you pretty much. Like, what can you do with that motivation, right? Right. So like, yeah, that's that's like why I've, I've enjoyed working out for pretty much like. A good decade now, just because it's like it's something that like I enjoy first of all, and then after that, like this, it gives me energy to pretty much just like um, work towards my goals, and yeah, like yeah, like sorry, sorry, but, yeah, but like working out is pretty much like why I do that. Like it I gets totally, me, yeah, I get that. Me, yeah, yeah, you get like you know, I do have to say it's um. I don't know if you noticed this, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, you you've always been chill, you know. Like, you've always like, you know, that was your, your that's always been your personality. You're fucking hilarious, and but you're chill at the same time, right? Yeah. But I know and I notice when you actually um, get into those moments where you start mm-hmm. to think about negative stuff. And you know, like I've been there a couple of times. Like I've experienced it a couple of times when you've been through those things. And ever since you started working out, I can, I can tell you, like I don't think I have seen you actually descend into that. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Yeah, and that's what I'm, this oh, is sure. actually yeah. what I wanna that's, I wanna ask good. about is that, you know, like. Mm-hmm. How was your thinking process changed after your fitness journey? Because I really, even when we talk, right, you've yeah. been actually so positive about things. Even though you're like dealing with so much stress, it's yeah. night and day from before. Like before, like mm-hmm. you know, like we would have our times where we complain about things, right? But you always are able to end your little venting sessions with. Yeah. With solutions, even for yourself, and it was the biggest change for me. And the only thing I can attribute it to was you and the fitness stuff, because you know, like mm-hmm. at that point we were still drinking, and it was like you know you didn't stop drinking, it wasn't <laughs> that. But it was like, well, what changed with Irwin? And it was like, well, mm-hmm. shit, it was him and the fitness stuff. And that's honestly one of the things where I was like, with me, I wanted it to see if it would affect me too if I started working mm-hmm. out, because that was one of my biggest motivators mm-hmm. as to why i wanted to work out not just because i wanted to look good but yeah. noticing the change that it did with you i was like i want that because i remember when i first thing and i first broke up like i was so sad i was so negative mm-hmm. i blamed myself i even blamed him for everything though I, he didn't deserve mm-hmm. that you know and i was really at my wits end because i was like i want to be mm-hmm. able to have the kind of thought process erwin has when it comes mm-hmm. to these things okay so like I'm glad like you you brought that up, but like 
so fitness for me like it's helped a lot but like the main thing is like it's pretty much just like like the same thing as you've been through it's just like what we've been through pretty much like and then you just like pretty much like um look back at like what you went through and then like your current situation you are now right. i think that's like one of the main things that that's always kept me positive okay. in my opinion yeah because like way back then like how long has it been like um 2014 since like i got kicked out yeah yeah it's just like at that stage like i pretty much cut everyone off like yeah, my close <laughs> yeah i stopped talking to i pretty much stopped talking to all my closest friends and then yeah like at that time like i wasn't in a good relationship with my mom and then she ended up like we ended up getting into an argument and then like i got kicked out so like at that time i had like pretty much just like my job at walmart and that's the only thing i can rely on right as like as a way to survive so like like i ended up like um moving by moving into my, by myself and then just like living like for the next two years like by myself and then like that was like a whole new environment because like, yeah. like my whole life prior to that, I was so depe- dependent on my mom Yeah, and cooking and everything, cooking, cleaning, doing my laundry. That was like, that was something like really new to me, which I had to learn like those years. And then like, it has, it's been like a, it was a rocky road. I, I just remember like those two years, it was just like, like there were some weeks where like, I didn't have money, like, like I had like some support from you guys, but like, I remember like after paying rent and then I had like maybe like 20 bucks in my account. Like, that's not enough for a week for like groceries. If you think about it, Yo, like, I yeah. yeah, dude. And then like, I just remember that one time where like I had no money in my checkings and then my credit was max. Oh and then all God. I had left, all I had left prior to, the next paycheck was pretty much just like fruits. So like the fruits that I had in my fridge. So like I was just eating fruits for like two days, like, and then people would see it at work and they're like, why are you eating fruits for lunch? And then like, I I just said like, yeah, man, times are rough. And then they understood, but like, yeah, it's those times where like, it's the worst it could be. And then I look back on it now, like I'm way better. I'm, I'm at a way better position I am right now compared to back then so like i'm always just like trying to stay positive like even though it's stressful now like covid and everything and then like pretty much like like just being like not accustomed to how life should be right like it's been worse for me before so i always just try to look back at like like how life was compared to now man that is that is some crazy fucking resilience you got my friend i think you know first of all i want to say thank you for sharing that stuff like i didn't expect you to share that (laughs) um i mean obviously i know about all that and for you to be able to open that up man that's amazing um because truly i feel like for people who are hearing that firsthand for the first time i don't want to make people feel bad about things but at the same time it's one of those things where you always have a choice because you have always been in a worse situation before, but because you fail to kind of understand and realize that and you get stuck Mm -hmm. living in that negative zone, you don't realize how far you've come Mm -hmm. much like what Erwin just said to us, you know, like we've all had stories where, you know, it might not be you running out of money. It might not be you getting kicked out. It might not be, you know, but it's something that is equivalent to that. And it is in how you're able to rise from that, mm-hmm. I think, is the most important thing. And I'm going to tell you right now, or we'll tell you right now, these are the same exact things that actually allows you to get on with your fitness. I'm not even lying. Yeah. And even, and you know what? That's the thing. Not just fitness. My therapist has told me to. He, okay. So with my condition, right? I always mm-hmm. end up going back to those negative thoughts of me. I'm going to end up killing people or, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go stab somebody right now. And it freaks me the fuck out. And almost every other session, I tell my therapist, like, you know, like, this is so difficult. This is very challenging and I'm scared one day I'm going to snap and stuff like that. Right. And he always tell me like, that doesn't happen. 
like it, people with OCD don't snap. It's the fact that you're thinking about it like that even proves it even more that you're not going to snap because you're thinking about it like that. But there's one thing that he said to me and he said this, you work out. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, how many times do you go to the gym usually? And this was before they did the shutdown for the gyms completely mm-hmm. in Toronto. And I told mm-hmm. him, I was like, um, I go every day. He's like, okay, so you go to the gym every single day, despite all of your OCD and your intrusive thoughts. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you see the resilience patterns that you have? And I'm like, because I want to go to the gym. <laughs> he's like, it's yes. It's because you want to go to the gym, despite everything that's going on with you. And that's what exercise. And that's what fitness actually promotes with our mental health. It's the notion that you are doing things to work on your body and work on yourself to, I mean, sure, yes, to look better. But when you actually dig into it, you start to realize it's because you feel good when you do it. Not just you look good, you feel good after you do it. And because you feel good doing it, you keep on doing it. And despite the setbacks, you keep going back to it because you know that's when your body is happy. That's when you're mentally happy, when you achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. And that's the important thing with resilience. So guys, if you are having trouble with like your fitness or even your diet, tap into that. It's a weird place to tap into yeah. because it might be traumatic for some of us. Mm-hmm. But being able to tap into that and it's not just with fitness and dieting it's with everything else in your life it actually makes such a huge difference no that's fair yeah so like yeah i want to add on to that because like that's like that that's like the perfect point that sums up pretty much fitness yeah and like your mental health but like so when i was living by myself for like two years if there was a point where pretty much like it was rock bottom and pretty much I was just like working out. I wasn't getting, getting like the positive vibes that I was getting before. Right. And then it, it got to the point where like, I ended up pulling my back from, from doing deadlifts. Right. Right. My form, my form was wrong. So like, I, I just remember like my body was just like, what's happening with my body now. Like if, if I can't work out, then like, like how am I going to stay as positive as I have been yeah. like prior to that. Right. So like I don't know like I, I still tried to work out but like I could just tell my like my body language wasn't the same as it was and then like this is a actually a story that like I never told you guys but like like I went on a date with this girl okay and then like <laughs> we we went to um warehouse okay yeah like we pretty much just chilled ate and everything and then after that like we had to pay the bill right so like, i was like i'm pretty sure i had money in my account and then at that point like like i was struggling with like like paying my credit card right. and then like like rarely having have rarely having anything in my checkings right but like when i try to pay like i got declined and then at that point like the girl no. was like cheese oh, she was so cheese she had to pay for my uh dinner as well and then after that like i tried like contacting her and then she would not like respond back to me for like a good two three two two to three months i don't know but like she knew my situation at hand but like like she she was pretty much like she knew i could do better right like she knew the situation i had with my mom and then like she was pretty much just implying like like get your shit together fix your life pretty much is this who i so, think it is yes yes okay but, i'm not like, gonna name names but yeah, damn but like yeah like like but she was pretty blunt about it but like it's it's fair like because like i needed a wake-up call right and then like at that point like after like not talking to someone that i was interested in like my mindset was just like how can i better myself so pretty much the first thing i did was like like actually work on my diet right. like properly because at that point i wasn't like I wasn't eating properly. I was pretty much just like, like eating to survive. Cause yeah. like I was by myself. I was just pretty much just eating random food sometimes. I remember I was going to Popeyes like, all the motherfucking time, going to Wendy's. Yeah, oh my exactly. God, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like at that, like when that happened, like I pretty much just went on like some crazy, like, like keto diet. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> like 
but like my like keto is like bad but like um for my body at that time like yeah. it had like different effects like like it worked out for me so i was pretty right. much like on on a protein surplus but like my carbs were low so it was just pretty much burning the fat that i had and i was like a skinny like semi like skinny fat but like you still saw so like, like, like the definition, definition yeah yeah so like like i stuck on that for like maybe a, a month and a half and then i started seeing results and that that was like the most like lean i've ever been and then that was when i went from like 135 to like 144 and Damn. i was like Shit, I so that's yeah, when you shit. started actually like yeah. yeah 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 and i was like shit i gained weight but like at the same time like i look way more like bigger like bigger, yeah. and then like like just not physically but like emotionally i was like more like supercharged like i was more like confident in myself like than i've ever been prior to that yeah and then yeah like like that was like the main experience like where like those two years pretty much culminated into like like pretty much me getting to talk again with my mom fixing everything because like at that point like i had like my diet and, and my um confidence my my um energy back and it was just like what am i gonna do now like right. am i really gonna stick at what i'm doing like minimum wage job like i need to go back to school so like i think like the first thing i had to do was just like fix up my relationship with my mom and then like prior to that i already fixed it up with you guys but that was like that's that's a that's a different story that was just like that was awkward but, um, <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. but yeah i think like just fixing that like that that um fight that issue that i had with my mom yeah. like that's what, like pretty much propelled me forward like from there on because that was like around the the same time when I um, met Leslie, and then yeah, I've been Girl. dating for five years now. Like, yeah, is she, yeah, is she home? <laughs> no, she's she's at work. She's at work. Damn, but, like, I was yeah. gonna be like, you'll make an appearance, girl. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't even know I'm doing like this talk show. Actually, she's gonna be <laughs> yeah, surprised. Like, yeah, so like, I I won't I won't even like bring her up that much, but like my girlfriend, I've been dating for like five years now, like almost five years. Yeah, but like, yeah, she's pretty much been my support. Like, she's been my rock in my opinion i love like, i love this team yeah she like knows yeah, her, she, so. <laughs> she's like she she thinks differently than me like she's just like very like she thinks like about like the actions that she does and then what i do unlike me where i'm just like sometimes i just like i just do, do it, it. And then, <laughs> you just gotta do it i just do it nike but like <laughs> i don't think of the consequences and anything like that right right and then like i'm very reckless while she's more like she's more down to earth where she's like constantly like like evaluating the process so, you guys like, are yeah you guys are perfect match like you guys do yeah. balance each other out you know yeah she she helps balances me out and then yeah like it's been like um five years now like she she's been through with me for like pretty much like my whole undergrad because I went back to school about four years ago and that was when i was like 24 and i took like a good three four years break from from after completing high school and it was just yeah, like that's not so bad it's it's not like obviously like yeah like when i first like went back and then like it like um people found out i was like 24 they're like oh my god like but what did you do for like seven years or like yeah like six to seven years and then i was like yeah i pretty much just work that that was my reason i pretty right. much just worked. and then i had to figure out what i wanted to do but like prior to that like it only it took me like maybe a year or, or a year and a half to figure out what, what i wanted you really to wanted do. to do yeah like that five to seven that five years was pretty much just like like me figuring myself out and it there was a long but time. it worked and i do have to say yeah. this i have to cut in because erwin there is no shame in doing those things right and that's I, and i yeah. think it's great that you actually owned it and embraced that because there is no mm. you know what i mean it's like those years you spent after high school of figuring yourself out were things that I wish I did after I left high school, you know, like, I mean, after I left high school, I did was hang out with you guys because I had no friends, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, like people fucking like really gave me hell for 
being friends with you guys because you guys were fucking younger than me, right? And it was one of those weird relationships. And I, I you know, I have to give a shout out to your mom. I got to give a shout out to Mrs. K. Like, you know, like they knew how old I was and they didn't give a fuck. And it was one of those things where it was like, I was comparing our, and I shouldn't be comparing, but I do have to say this, comparing our journey out of high school in some ways, it was similar because we actually took time to figure out what the fuck do we want to do after yeah, high school, right? But you actually went on this whole journey with yourself to correct the things that you felt you needed to correct. And I think it's amazing. And you know what? One of the things that Erwin and I were saying about this whole thing was that if he actually didn't fix up his diet, if he actually didn't yeah. end up going to the gym and fixing up his fitness stuff, he will not be in a mental state, you know, like well enough to be able to say to himself, I'm going to pick myself back up and rectify yeah. all the things that I felt I need to kind of change. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I really actually wish I started that same journey that you did at that age, because maybe I wouldn't have gone crazy as sad as it sounds, as bad as it sounds, there's nothing wrong with ending up crazy or whatever. Right. I, I know I shouldn't be using the word crazy, but it's just, I would have learned so much about the dangers of the things that I was doing to myself with my excessive drinking, with the drugs, with all of that stuff. No, but like the thing is like, like you can't always just like look back at your past. Cause like sometimes you're just going to like dig into like the negative things. Right. In my, and that's what really like, like stop someone or stun someone from actually growing from there and then like yeah like you like we both had different trajectories like i mean like like it took longer for us compared to like other people yeah (laughs) it's because we were comparing ourselves with them like for me like i always compared myself with like my sister and then she's only like a year older than me and she's just been like if she graduates she graduates then she moves on to the Mm -hmm. next like post-secondary and then after that she gets a job like she does it the traditional way like for me like it was different like like i thought that like she was my drive in my opinion hopefully she doesn't watch this or anything like but like <laughs> but like Why she not? Was... erica's badass like erica is lit yeah. like i'm sorry to say i know she's just yeah. but yo, she's amazing like yeah i remember like yeah. we would randomly see her outside and like she's like doing her thing and we're like holy mm-hmm. shit and even for me i felt like you know, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I wish I had the same drive that she did because she yeah. hustled and she was, like, yeah, on amazing. top of her game all the time. So shout out to Erica. Like, I had to say that. Yeah, like, so I was just, like, comparing myself to that. And then, like, I was comparing, like, the negative things. Like, how come I can't be like this? Like, how can I, like, how can I be like this and all that stuff? When at the end of the day, it was just, like like me and her are just different like we we went through different things like she moved out like way earlier than me i moved out way longer and like i don't know like our lifestyles were different so like like i can't like just follow that and then like expect the same results pretty much so like for for me like yeah like like i just had to to do my own thing pretty much and yeah like the only thing that like i i legit like took from her was like the same career pretty much which is like pretty big but like she took marketing and then i was like you know what like if like out of all like the business majors marketing was like my favorite but like she did it too but like she's so successful so that was like that extra drive where like like it it got me to stay committed these four years that's amazing but yeah like yeah like i don't want to like like say the like me measuring up to her like like she's like way up here and i'm i'm like i'm just like down here like i'm pretty far behind in my opinion but like i don't want to look at it like that because like like she's she's done her own thing like i've done my own thing so i don't know from there like like a lot of people talk to me and they're like i would like man like i wish i had your life and i was like what do you mean but like it's because like yeah like i have like some coworkers saying that but i'm just like dude, I'm 28. Like I just finished my undergrad. And then they're like, no, like you have a girl, like you've been with her for like five years. Like you're by yourself. Like you guys live together. Right. And then 
like you have your shit together because everybody's like, different right like yeah, we always yeah, want what the other person has yeah yeah there's different perspectives so like pretty much like them thinking that is like something like like the like i knew that as well like like after knowing like like their perspective in life or like their life in general like it's different like how they're measuring themselves is to me and it's just like like how i'm measuring myself to, to like someone higher yeah, yeah like it's like it's the same thing like it's just like being appreciative in my opinion of like like how far you've gone in my like in my perspective like i think that's what's kept me positive throughout these years like it's been hard but i don't know like just looking back like i don't, I don't say i don't want to change a thing right but like i don't know the journey i had was like it, it was i don't like, think you great. would right like to be honest yeah, with you like, i really don't think you would because yeah every single moment of that journey is what made you into who you are now mm-hmm. and yeah you know the same with me like to be honest and people ask me to like do you wish you just never took those edibles you know mm-hmm. like a huge part of me used to say yes because i wish i could just be like the old time and i was like wow why well, do you i know? still would have been drinking and stuff and yeah then, like, you still be lit but yeah. honestly i would not have come to this you know realization just of yeah. how much worse i've gotten mentally and you know like i feel like i'm finally slowly being back to being who i was when i was a kid that's just the weirdest yeah. comparison but my goals when i was a kid if you were to ask me what i wanted to do in life mm-hmm. it was to help people yeah and somewhere down the road that got <laughs> fucked up and now mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going back full circle. And I'm like, holy shit, let me get back to who I used to be, who I really am as a person, what I really want to do in this life. And so, yeah, when people ask me now, I'm like, no, I, I would still take the fucking edibles because it mm-hmm. opened my eyes to so many things. And one of those things is this. It's people not being able to talk about their mental health freely because they're scared yeah. that they are going to get crucified by people who don't believe in this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, everyone has, like, uh, different perspectives of, like, mental health. Like, your your experience is different than mine. Yes. But, like, like, just hearing, like, like, you told me in the past, like, throughout the whole years I've known you, like, like, it's something. It's really something that, like, people, like, have to, exp- like, experience. And then it's just up to the person. And, yeah, it's just, like, just learning from that. Like, for me, like, learning from that was a different way like i had to like i don't know you live through it like you say you don't want to you don't want to experience it again or like you would experience again but at that time you hate your life oh for sure oh my god i remember when i told you that remember the first time you saw me yeah dude like you just hate your life and then but like just looking back like i know i kept saying like just look at how far you've gone like are you better at where you are now compared to back then I think like if you get a positive result like positive um um yeah results from that then yeah like that's that's the journey i think the journey is yeah benefited you in the long run amazing honestly dog like this this conversation was like long overdue like i know we've talked about things we've talked about some of these things already but it was never at this level of understanding it's because we never really kind of brought up some stuff in our past that you know we've never really put it at like a timeline thing we've always just said it randomly and i feel like right but i feel like now that you're able to say that Mm -hmm. honestly erwin i just want you to know that like we appreciate like having Mm -hmm. you and your journey not just with this show i'm talking about you know like jerry and dylan and i like honestly man like you have been through so much and we know it and the fact that you were able to stay positive through most of it, I'll say most of it because I'm not a liar. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, there were moments. But at the same time, like, you can't always be positive. Like, this is for the right. viewers. If there you go. Tuning in, like, you still got to, like, be, um, you still got to complain, in my opinion. Yeah, like, just- that's why I say most of it, you know, through yeah, most like, of like, it. I complain all the time at work. People are just like, 
people are like, you're always complaining, but then they don't know that that's my sort of release, like yeah. from the stress. Exactly. Like you don't want to, you don't want to like keep it to yourself and then just like blow up and then exactly. negative happen from that, right? So like you, you just need to like release like your stress like in any sh sort of way where it won't like neck like impact you in the long run. Like you just gotta do it subtly every day. <laughs> <laughs> like know when to complain. Like oh nine o'clock time to complain about this. Yeah, bro. Like you know the other day like um I had like a coworker and then like she was like I could tell you have mommy issues, bro. Like <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, what? Mommy issues. No, yeah, I and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was like, Yo, what the hell? But like, but like, she she kind of reads people a lot because she's very she's not introvert, but like, she just like she watches people. Yeah, she's very and I was like, Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. I I told Leslie this my girlfriend, and then she's like, she agreed. She agreed. <laughs> and then like at that time, I was just like wait what what's someone who has mommy issues how would they act like right yeah i asked that to my store manager and then she's like i don't know someone needy and then i was like <laughs> yeah that's true i'm pretty needy when it comes to work i'm just like i'm always asking for help because it's just like bro that's like, like yeah with starbucks it's just like bro it's like, fucking tough man you know? if you don't ask for help with starbucks <laughs> you're gonna you fuck ask up. For help, man. yeah they always yeah, they're always saying like we're a family well guess what if we're a family you're helping me now exactly <laughs> see yeah. yo fuck that i can't believe she said that that's rude i know it, it, like it is but at the same time like like it kind of give me gave me like a perspective on like like how like not not co-workers don't see me like that like right like someone with mommy issues it's just like someone like this kind of like that needs help like and i'm always gonna appreciate the help in my opinion like I don't know, like, I couldn't have gone through, like, this whole thing, like, the last couple of years without help. Like, I've had help from my girlfriend. She's been there as an emotional support, right. even sometimes uh, financially. My mom's been there, like, financially as well. Like, um, uh, Leslie's mom, like, she helped me out when me and my dad fought. And then I had to, like, move out again. Right. I remember that. University. Like she took me in, she allowed me to like stay in her house for like a couple months until like I got myself together. Where like me and Leslie moved out, but like that is good enough. Like help, like you're gonna need it. Like you, you, you're not gonna need it. Like people are, are are independent to their own, but like at some point in their life, like like you need some sort of help. In my opinion, exactly. There is no shame in asking for help. Like. Mm -hmm. life is not meant to be lived on your own it's not yeah, meant to be lived alone there's a lot of people who has misconceptions of that with saying that they need to get married or they need to get partnered up <laughs> it's literally the fact that you need people in your life yeah yeah like the support like support is what keeps you like mentally stable in my opinion yes. like you can Agreed. be independent you can be independent for so long and then there's some people who are like like they're they're just so independent they just do things themselves but not everyone is like that like for me like like i tried doing that f for two years when i was living by myself sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't but like at the end of the day like i still needed help like yeah. i improved on myself but like that's after coming to the realize realization that yeah, I need help if I want to improve my life. Exactly. Like going back, getting a better career. So it's just like, yeah. I I fucking completely agree. Honestly, I love the fact that we started off with the intention mm -hmm. of talking about fitness and stuff. And it ends yeah. up like this. Because it is, it is so real. And I do have to say mm -hmm. that. Now with every single episode I've had on here, we always tend to kind of diverge a little bit from the topic, right? But it's because I want people to understand. I thought we were doing that. <laughs> but then after that, like, I'm like pulling it back. And then I was like, you know no, what? No, like, there's no need to. There really isn't. Because you know what? We've addressed the fitness thing. We did. And that's cool. Now we got to address the other things that are you know, just really on our minds, right? Mm -hmm. I always explain to people, yes, 
when you see the episode, when you see the title and you see what topic we're talking about today, yeah, we're going to talk about that topic. But what yeah. I design the show for is for that person specifically. And that's why I always encourage you guys, because we are coming to an end, so I can plug this now. Yeah. If you guys do want to be on the show to talk about your truths, to talk about your story, talk about you, to help people, not even just help people, to help yourselves, right? Like what I said when we first started, it's hard to kind of share your burdens with your friends, especially during the pandemic, because you know that they're also going through it now. And mm-hmm. if you are in that position where you need somewhere, you need an outlet, totally come on the show. If you're in the position where you found your outlet, but just want to be able to reach out to people, just like Carl Irwin's doing it right now, because he mm-hmm. knows that there, ha- there are people out there who has been in the same situation that he has. And for him to show how he was able to retain his resilience, to build it up, for him to show how far he's gone and how he's still going there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the sort of thing I want to promote because we all want to do that, but we just don't know where to start because sometimes we don't want to feel like, Oh my God, I don't know. Like we've had moments where like, you feel like you want to talk to that person because you want to encourage them, but you're scared that it's going to fall flat because you think they're going to think, Oh, are you saying I need help? Are you saying I don't have it under control? Because let's face it guys, that's us. We always get so defensive with somebody else tries to talk to us about things. We feel like this is none of your business. Why are you trying to do this for me? There is a way to reach out to these people. It is through this show. Or you know what? You can even do your own podcast if you really want to, right? But this is what this podcast is all about. It mm-hmm. is so that we can spread the word that, hey, we don't have to be alone. If we need help, let's get the help. If we want to talk about shit, let's talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Like, I thought like when we were doing this podcast, it was going to be very awkward. And it was in the beginning. <laughs> it was pretty awkward compared to now, but um, yeah. Like, That's like, what everybody like, says when they get on the show. I, and you can see it too. Like at first, they're very, like, they're very like, matter of fact, I'm going to talk about this. But yeah. this is exactly what I said before the podcast, right? I told you, this is literally just us talking shit. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. So yeah, like I think it's just like... Um, if you want to reel in the viewers, because it's going to say fitness, health, and all that stuff for this thing, just put, you should put, like, a time frame, actually. Like, in, that's what, like, some podcasts do. Like I know. If just, only I could figure out how to do that. You can't do that in, like, I, the I'll comment. figure it out. I'll figure it out. But, you know, again, the way that I designed this, people already know what to expect. <laughs> well, that's true. Okay, yeah, like, if your viewers already know. They know. Yeah, like, when you know, you know, man. When you know, you know. It's all good. So don't worry. I honestly really do wish, though, that the people end up hearing this in yeah, its entirety because it is an amazing, amazing talk that we've had. And, you know, obviously, you're going to have more talks, maybe not on the show because, you know, we got to hang out. But, you know, yeah. guys, if you guys want Erwin to come back, I know you guys want to. And he will come back one of these days. He's just like, no. <laughs> very monitor, so, like, please don't ask me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I told my whole story at this point. Oh, no. He's coming back as a panelist where Erwin and I are going to be hearing about other people's stories and we will just kind of share what we feel like we're sharing about that. But guys, if you have any questions for Erwin or myself, email me at stevendiego at hotmail.com. If you want to reach out to the both of us just to kind of like, you know, see how we're doing or just to kind of share how you are going through it and how... You know, if you have tools that you can tell Erwin and I to kind of help us with whatever journey we are going on, just email me. Yeah. But Erwin, I just want to say big thanks for putting yourself out there. Guys, this is a huge deal for me because Erwin's always been a very to himself kind of person, very private. So this is a huge motherfucking deal. Yeah, I've been declining this interview (laughs) offer for about two months now, maybe longer, actually. (laughs) And I would always ask him when he's drinking because I'm like, this is when he's going to maybe think about it. Yeah. But he finally said yes when he was sober. Hopefully it worked out. Like, hopefully the podcast is okay. It was amazing. I can tell you that right now. It is amazing. And I bet you everybody agrees it's amazing. So don't even worry about that. Thank you for sharing your story. And you know what, guys? Again, 
he might be back. <laughs> so just stay tuned. But guys, oh. this is it. This is the last episode of the season, and I could not have thought of the better way to end wow. the season than with one of my best friends. And honestly, guys, I will see you in a few weeks, maybe even sooner than that. But I am taking requests for guesting. I'm already maybe have four people lined up for the next season. Guys, That's That's- just email me, okay? And remember, be compassionate. It is very difficult out there now, especially with this whole people want to get vaccinated, people don't want to get vaccinated. Always remember, respect their decisions. If they want to be vaccinated, Mm -hmm. great. If they don't want to be vaccinated, great. Just stay safe. And that's all I can really say because we don't know what goes through a person's mind as to why they don't want to do the things or why they want to do the things, right? (laughs) We just got to keep an open mind. So just make sure y'all do that. Thank you so much. This has been Breaking Down the Breakdown, and we will see you when we see you.